Welcome to the Sanctuary Podcast. Angel Deer is a medicine man and offers his work on sacred land through shamanic healing, energy healing, sound healing, breath work, plant medicine, and workshops and events. The Sanctuary is a community for all those who seek healing transformation, ancient wisdom, and a place to come together to create a new way of living and relating. This is the Sanctuary Podcast, and this is Angel Deer. So welcome on this uh, new episode of the Sanctuary Podcast. And um, Today I would like to talk about a subject that is uh, becoming really dear to me at the moment, which is a subject of intimacy, that state of being uh, intimate. So there is many synonyms for intimacy, and one of them is belonging, or closeness, or familiarity, or nearness. But really, very often when we think of intimacy uh, and you talk about intimacy uh, around you, most people think about uh, the physical intimacy. Uh, and very often we, we forget that it's really not what I want uh, to talk about today, the physical intimacy. I mean, I'll talk a little bit about it, but I want to talk more about uh, a deeper intimacy which is an emotional intimacy, an emotionally, an intimacy uh, with self, uh, which allow an intimacy uh, with the world around us. And um, I like to think that um, intimacy begins uh, with conversation, with a discussion. And it's a conversation and discussion that we need to have with ourselves first. And the first step really in intimacy uh, is a conversation with our emotional state, with where am I today? What am I feeling? What am I experiencing? Is there anything that I'm pushing away? Is there anything that I don't want to feel? Is there anything that scares me? Is there anything that's painful? Is there anything that makes me angry uh, or sad? So that connection with our own intimacy allow us to see ourselves first. And that's the only way we are able to truly see others. Also, um, Amy Bloom said that intimacy is being seen and known as a person you truly are. But the only way to be seen and known as a person you truly are is to know who you truly are. And so intimacy, the act of intimacy, of deep intimacy, of belonging, is first a connection with ourself. And through my work with uh, trauma over the past uh, 10 years with my clients and and more recently uh, working with sexual trauma uh, and studying uh, sexual trauma or physical abuse or emotional abuse, uh, it's been very obvious to me that to attain that capacity to be intimate with our feeling is to be first also intimate with our bodies. And our body uh, is kind of a, a hard drive uh, memory 
if I may say, of all the experience we ever had. And the body has this capacity, incredible capacity to feel, but also has a capacity to numb and to hide from the conscious mind uh, the feelings that we're experiencing. And very often, if we have experienced some form of trauma, and we all have to some degree, uh, when we were kids or little, and maybe someone said something, or we were bullied at school, or we felt that we were not enough, or we were afraid that our parents were going to judge us if we share or we're feeling, um, our body kind of shut down and start building uh, what's called armor. And those armor are, you know, the, the best way to describe them are um, a wall that prevents the conscious mind to access the sensation. And it's a useful mechanism because it allows you and me to go through life uh, without being overwhelmed by all the experience we had. But it's also, um, and that's when it becomes problematic, it also can be a block uh, onto your path of awakening and being fully present with others because you cannot be fully present with all of yourself. And in shamanic work, um, we say that when people have trauma, it could be a car accident, it could be being abused, it could be uh, losing someone that's very close to us, uh, any kind of, of trauma, uh, a part of our soul uh, go away. So the soul does not feel the whole pain. And uh, we do a practice uh, called soul retrieval, uh, which is to go on a journey, on a shamanic journey, to recover the part of the souls that are exiled and far from us. And this is very, very similar to some uh, more modern a psychotherapy, a trauma psychotherapy approach uh, that uh, looks at what we call parts and those parts of us, uh, young parts or parts of us that were present during the trauma uh, that basically are exiled from our hearts, far away from us and we can hardly be in touch with them uh, consciously most of the time. Uh, but those parts basically uh, play a role in the background. And very often we might be even speaking uh, from those parts without realizing it, just because we've been conditioned through the traumatic experience. Um, so it's very important uh, when we think about intimacy to think about what is that connection that I have with myself and to be able to do some deep healing work uh, through... Uh, meditation, breath work, uh, trauma work that allows you to really be in contact with your body. The body is able to express itself, but will only do it uh, if it feels safe, meaning that if you can connect with your heart and be able to welcome those intimate parts of you that maybe feel scared or feel ashamed or feel angry, or feel sad. And so that's the base of the beginning of deep intimacy, Stop starting to tap into that part of you that maybe is suffering, and maybe uh, you don't feel that suffering, but uh, that is expressing itself and preventing you from deep emotional intimacy with yourself and therefore with others. 
So when I started preparing this podcast uh, and I was talking to people about it, about intimacy, and I got a lot of uh, comments and messages from you from all over the world about uh, my blog post about intimacy, um, many of you said that it opened you to be more in touch with your trauma or be more in touch with yourself. And that's the second part really about uh, intimacy that I want to talk about, which is that if we are able to be in touch with all of ourselves and remember uh, all of ourselves, be present with all of ourselves, we are going to be able to allow others to be in touch with themselves. So that healing work that we do on ourselves that sometimes might feel uh, selfish, maybe, because we are very self-focused on what happened to us, is in fact a gift uh, to your relations. It's a gift to your partners. It's a gift to your family. It's a gift to your friend. It's a gift to your community. Uh, it's a gift to your country and to the planet. And there is no way we are going able to connect to each other and see each other fully if we are not willing first to be in touch with our own anger, with our own fear, with our own shame, uh, with anything that we believe is not okay with us. Because if not, as a reflection, we're going to start seeing in others what's broken, what's missing. But it's always a reflection of a work we have to do um, uh, internally. So I really invite you to, to go into that process and, uh, and to explore uh, what is there for you. Um, one of the other things that I want to share here with you, uh, that nothing really deepens intimacy like uh, shared vulnerability. And that's something also I've experienced. And uh, sometime, and especially, you know, I've experienced that with, with my partner, you know, I've had a hard time maybe opening to talking about my flow or I was scared or I was feeling vulnerable talking about something that maybe is deeply hurting me uh, because maybe I was afraid of not being heard or not being received or not being held or maybe being judged uh, or maybe being pushed away or maybe being left. Um, and... There's nothing that can reconnect us deeply to our intimacy more than if we can have this shared vulnerability with someone. You're listening to The Sanctuary Podcast with Angel Deer. While you're listening, browse the website at www.thesanctuaryheal.com. And so it's almost like uh, two big pillars. Yes, there is one part of it, which is our own work, our own self-work. Uh, but I don't believe we can completely heal those parts without others. Uh, there is a, a healing capacity that is given by the power of connection, by the power of love, by the power of unconditional love. And if the person that's in front of you is able to see you fully and to uh, send that love back to you as you're sharing about your flow, your pain, uh, maybe what you think is uh, terrible inside of you or not lovable, and you can feel that love back, 
that will be a beautiful support in your capacity to become uh, intimate. And those that's a, a very important part of it. And uh, in fact, there's probably nothing uh, more uh, intimate as an experience that to share our scary stuff with someone else. Um, it's much easier sometimes to be physical, physically intimate with someone or to have uh, superficial conversations. Uh, but if we are able to, to share the scary stuff, the daunting stuff, and to be received and to be heard in that vulnerability, I don't think anything creates uh, more depth of intimacy uh, with others. And so intimacy really means that we are safe enough to reveal the truth about ourselves in all its chaos, in all its craziness, in all its darkness, in all its beauty. And so that space that we create with someone else uh, needs to be a free space, a space that where we can engage and where there's no more walls. Uh, and that's a process with others as it is a process with ourselves. You know, we might go back in and might step out and then we might go back in a little bit deeper and step back again. And I invite you in, in that process really to be um, very loving with yourself, uh, to do a lot of self-care and to make sure that you're not judging yourself. It's okay to step back. It's okay to, to not being able sometimes to talk about everything. It's okay to have uh, pain that may be so daunting that you feel that you cannot share it with anyone because nobody maybe can receive you. It's okay to sit with it. Uh, but what I invite you uh, is not to stay stuck in that belief and to sit with that belief. W why is that that I feel that maybe I'm not able to share with someone or maybe that I feel if I share I'm not going to be received which story do I hold inside of myself that tell me that which experience very often a, a very early experience in my life told me that it was not going to be okay to share and if you can keep that self-inquiry going with uh, curiosity with a lot of self-love and was also a little bit of humor, uh, realizing sometimes that, um, you know, it's a little bit ridiculous how we, we contract ourselves all the time around those uh, subjects. Uh, you are going to be able to go deeper into that wall, into that blockage, into that tensions. And same with your body. Having the curiosity and knowing, oh, it's interesting, I cannot feel that physical connection fully or I feel numb or I feel pain and just saying uh, to yourself what is there what is there for me to learn what is my body trying to tell me uh, instead of saying oh I'm broken or I have this and that this is who I am if you can go beyond that that's really uh, the spiritual path that we are called into uh, which is to be comfortable with the discomfort. Uh, it's not being uh, comfortable with everything that's nice and easy. It's not making sometimes what's uncomfortable comfortable. Uh, if you 
approach that differently, saying, hey, can I be comfortable with the discomfort? Can I be comfortable with the not knowing? Can I be comfortable with the confusion? Can I be comfortable with all of that? You are going to go into a much uh, bigger, uh, profound depth of intimacy with yourself because you're going to allow those parts that do not want to be intimate with you right now or maybe you don't want to be intimate with them because usually those parts are screaming or talking to us because they want to be heard. Uh, you're going to be able to allow that intimacy uh, to be created. And so like I said at the beginning of my talk, intimacy really begins with conversation. Start that conversation with yourself. Start the conversation with your emotions, with your mental processes, with your body, with your physical body, with your heart, with your soul. Um, one of the way I like to do it is go into prayer or into nature where the silence of it allowed me to hear what's there. And then I can often become intimate maybe with something that I don't hear uh, during my usual life because I'm, I'm too busy doing too many things. Uh, if I can disconnect for a moment from being engaged into uh, social media, into TV, into any distraction that's out there, uh, that intimacy with myself is going to grow. And so that's going to be a beautiful uh, process. And yes, it, it requires courage also, you know, as that's one of the other elements of intimacy. Uh, it's not something that is just going to happen if you wait for it. Uh, if you just sit in meditation or just go in nature and just sit there um, without a firm intention to be courageous and to be okay with whatever is going to be revealed, uh, there's probably a chance that you're not going to go as deep as you could. So, so go as a warrior, go with courage into it and know that whatever can be revealed there is going to be revealed in layers. Um, I shared recently uh, with some of you uh, and, and with all of you through my blog um, that I discovered that I was victim of sexual trauma uh, almost 30 years ago now and I had no idea about it. I had no memory about it. Um, literally, um, yes, nothing that I could connect to it. And that memory only came back because I was in a container that was all about becoming intimate with the physical body, intimate with the sensation in my body. So that's one of the way we explore trauma. Um, if you ever uh, came to do some work with me, you know that it's a big part of uh, what I explore when people come for, for trauma work. And as you go into that intimacy with the body, intimacy with your emotions, intimacy with your heart, intimacy with your soul, you are going to start having a deeper intimacy with um, all your relations, all our relations. So with the earth, the human beings that live here, the animals, the trees, the river, uh, all of creations. And that intimacy allow a deeper intimacy with our soul. 
and with God, with the Creator, uh, with that great mystery that runs through all of creation. And it's really where the answer are. So that intimacy work is really not a work just for physical pleasure. It can be. It's not just a work for balance emotions, but it can be. It's not a work just to uh, have a, a deeper connection with others, but it can be and it will be. Uh, but it's a work to get connected at the end of the day to who you are, to why you're here, to what is your purpose, to what are you supposed to do with this life. And so it's a beautiful uh, and essential work to be done if you're on a spiritual path, if you're having those, uh, those big questions. So I'm going to um, let you go here and remind you uh, to uh, be courageous, to be vulnerable, and to start this conversation. Go start with this conversation with yourself and see what's there. And, and I look forward to to reading about your comments or your questions. And if you ever need any help on this process, uh, please know that I'm always available uh, to talk to you, to meet you, uh, to hold space for you. Uh, so you can feel safer uh, to go deeper and to see how strong you are, uh, to go deeper into those uh, intimate part of you that are waiting for your love to be received. You've been listening to the Sanctuary Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, we're a source of talks about spirituality, personal transformation, energy healing, shamanism, and earth-based practices. For more, visit thesanctuaryheal.com. On the website, you can find out about our events, our retreats, healing offering, our spiritual blog, and you can also register for the newsletter. Again, visit thesanctuaryheal.com. Till next time, this is the Sanctuary Podcast, and Angel Deer signing off.